As I get back, yeah, fuck up. I mean, I can. I mean, Bone has got an all-natural pip going, so it's all good. That's where I keep my stacks for later. Snacks for later, 100%. 100% snacks for later. Speaking what? of snacks, that's why I took so long. I made a couple quesadillas. You made... We were only gone for five minutes. How are you making quesadillas? Exactly, dude. I just threw a handful of cheese down, grab oh, a no. couple of slices of turkey breast, shred it up with my hands, and fucking voila, here we go. You made a, you made a fucking quesadilla in five minutes? Yeah. Okay, I didn't... Okay. Microwave, minute I'm and try, a half. I'm trying to... Wait, you Oh, you did not it? microwave you did not just microwave. No, you didn't. <laughs> I've heard of microwaving you your nachos, bro. but not, not quesadillas, man. Bro, you tell me that I have shit tastes and you just microwaved a quesadilla? You can't eat pineapple without trying to puke, you baby back bitch. I'm just saying, pineapple's a gross fruit and we all know this. We all know this. Bonafide, you have to have my back on this one. Um. Okay. okay. Yeah, like, wait, 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 I, I, I don't like pineapple. I don't like pineapple, but if there's like one or two pieces on my pizza, I'm not going to... Uh, to quote a, a wise man, be a baby he, back bitch. I mean, he's so, not gonna he's not gonna shed tears of okay. diet coke. Yeah. You know? okay. Okay. However, okay. if there's more than three pieces on my slice of pizza, I'm gonna take them off. Yeah. And I, I will have to take them all off. I do not like pineapple, but I'm, you know, I'll stick anything in my see, mouth. That really. is. Oh, whoa. Okay. I think we should start with that. Can we just say how much of a bro love that you like you and your community, like? Okay, let me put it this way. When I was in the Marine Corps, there's all the bro love. It just is it's what it brotherhood. is. brotherhood. It's a brotherhood. But you have somehow created this online place of nothing but bro love. I think everybody that we meet, like, I think I had the most fun playing Halo Customs with you the other night when you guys were trashed. It was hilarious. It just reminded me of being in the Marine Corps, like, 100%. I was like, this is the same. <laughs> like, 100% the same. Oh, that's good. Good to hear. Yeah, man. So how did this, like... Let's obviously let's do some intros. So if you guys are listening at home on Spotify, this is the great and powerful manly beard man, bona fide hero with the man bud now, which is amazing. It was amazing. Look at this. Look at this man bud coming in. Um, and of course, my co-host, Mr. Zion Yeet. He doesn't have his Yeet quesadilla button. Quesadilla Andy. Quesadilla, microwave quesadilla Andy. Okay. Somewhere floating around. But um, and I am of course leveled AF. This is the Less Than Average podcast. Today we've got Bonafide Hero on who is if you guys have not checked out his channel, you need to go to twitch.tv forward slash bonafide hero. B-O-N-A Bona Fied. So you're wrong, I do H have it, fucker. Oh, you do have it. Okay. H-I-R-O Hero. So he is literally got one of the coolest communities. He's got his fingers in everything, man. You you're into event, you create events, you do video editing. You do your Twitch channel. You I, you stream on Twitch a ton, and every single time I'm in there, it's fucking popping off. On top of that, you're part of the Osiris Gaming, so you're networking with everybody and their mother. Like, how are you doing this? What is what is your magic? I need. Um, you're basically on the podcast to tell me your magic. All right, I'm gonna steal some of your magic. I'm gonna try to. Um, uh, I don't know an answer. Like, I I. <laughs> I, I i don't know man i'm you know to hear all the things you say i'm i'm trying to hold back the red coming out my cheeks i'm you know i, I appreciate all the kind words i'm just a dickhead who goes live I, I, it's the way i see it and you know people people like to see stupid shit 
and I don't know, I got started, I started streaming because it was just a cheap way to do, like, to record clips. Mm -hmm. you, you'd go live, you'd have your reactions up, and even if it was just a camera with no border and no alerts. That was the idea for me in the beginning, was to literally just record my reactions when stupid shit happened, mm -hmm. and when we would do stupid shit. Um, and, you know, that's that's kind of what started me on it, but I'm just like, I... I things things come along and you you know you meet people and it probably goes into some sort of belief that i have that you know you you everything you do has a domino effect is as small as it is and as soon as you knock one domino over it actually branches out and knocks a thousand more dominoes over over time or over seconds and you know one thing leads into another and it's how many people did i have to meet and talk to before if, if those roots and those threads opened up that connected to you right like, oh yeah it, it, it's, as soon as you come into contact with something that thread has been stitched and then that then goes off to another thread and you have no idea it's even happening hmm. and just it just happens like unfortunately like you can't manufacture it you can't you can set out but it it, it just you know it just happens and i don't know is my answer yeah man perfect. but that's that's a perfect answer no you're right on the you're right on the money because i mean i think about it too like okay we i think our mutual friend obviously everybody knows in chat mr dizzy delo right i met you through him and i met you because he did your graphics and i was like oh those look sweet mm -hmm. that should go see this guy and i went to you i was like holy shit this guy's cool as fuck on top of cool graphics that i know from dizzy and then it's like then we started hanging out all the time and then i met your community through them like to, i think we got oslo in here kriza sweet frank atlas i met through you um all the guys in the fundament clan like i'm not even in the clan but i feel like i'm like those are new friends and i think one thing that you you didn't mention is that you are the one of the most genuine people i fucking know on twitch like without trying you just this is who you are as a person and i think that that gen like being genuine like that's that's rare enough like how many people have you jumped like came across on twitch who are you kind of know they're kind of like trying something like you mm -hmm. know what i mean like the, they're doing the little sneaky like hey you should come on by bona like i like what you're doing here wink wink nudge nudge like you know what i'm saying like they kind of do like that that weird yeah thing but uh, go ahead I, I have to think like if at one point was i like that like if, if i wonder if that's how people think that they how they get somewhere mm. and you know you see it where people go into like discords or like into like other people's chats and start talking about their own stuff yeah you, you can come across that way but you have to think like is that what they think is supposed to like how it's supposed to be and how they're supposed to take like get traction yeah and i'm just like yeah it's, it's, it's a bit dodgy and I, I get what you're saying completely and yeah, I, I have to think, like, what, was I like that in the beginning? Yeah. And, like, if I... I don't have... I barely have any clips of me starting out. Hmm. Like, they were just so bad quality. Audio, video, gameplay-wise, terrible quality. Yep. And I do not... That I would hate to see them right now, so... Oh, dude. I'm um, the same way, man. I, I got... Yeah. I have clips of I'm, when I first started, and it was... 
not good. If anybody's interested in going through the uh, the archives on this channel, you're gonna well, see like, some shit. We've we've got some <laughs> clips of friends of ours. Like I've got a clip of our buddy Yvonne Champion back in the day. He mm. was future, our future classic, and uh, may or may not have punched a monitor in Black Ops Three and had some other uh, not so good moments. But you live and you learn, and you adapt to play what you find enjoyable not just rage induced exactly. con syndrome <laughs> yeah well i think but, what you're talking about too is really important like you have those moments from when you first start and of course your stream is going to evolve into whatever it's going to be i think everybody when they first start streaming like here's a really hard question to answer what is your content because nobody answers that for you ever you have to no. answer that yourself and finding that is really tough because all you have to go off of is like emulating other people and then hoping that somewhere in that mix that you find Something your sticks. own thing yeah like you find your own thing right um but i think the key to your success from what i've seen and just from being around you is that people want to be around you because you are genuine and oslo in chat just said the same thing he's like bona is a real one you can tell when people are sincere on twitch for sure like you are very sincere and i think that comes off in a really good way and that's that's important. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I, I get that completely. And I, I literally just had um, the weekend where I did like a little bit of a mod boot camp for my moderators, and I just kept saying, "Guys, I want people that are genuine." And I've I've used that word a lot recently. And you know, you surround yourself with genuine people. That's what you're you're gonna you get out of it. Hundred percent. And I. I wonder, you know, you always second guess yourself and I wonder like, am I being genuine? Am I, am I putting on an act and I try to be me, but if anything, I'd like to say that it's transparent. Mm. Like I, I want people to be able to see through me. I want people to be able to, you know, see that there is no ulterior motive. And as you said, you know, I, I want it to come across genuine because I, there is no ulterior motive and everyone knows what's up. Everyone knows what's going on. Everyone knows why I'm doing something and why I've done that. It's it's all the all the reasoning right. behind it as well. It's transparency with uh, with your community. Yeah, man, that's huge. Because for me, for example, like I'm a gen like I don't have alternative modes. You're just gonna get what you're gonna get. I'm a I'm a crazy person. My stream reflects that. Mm. It just is what it is. And I've really become more genuine. But I think I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna take your advice on that one. Like. I'll just be transparent right now. Like I am fucking feeling like I'm struggling to keep everything on the rails half the time. And yeah. I don't think I let people know that enough. Like everybody sees, I don't know if they, okay, that's a generalized statement, but I try and put out almost a video every day on top mm -hmm. of running, doing everything. And this, I think this is shared amongst a lot of content creators. They have to yeah. be their own social media manager. They got to be their own content creator, their own, streamer their own personality they got to have they have to have a million hats that they're wearing and i think that the more you jump into content creation the better you have to get at time management and i'm learning right now i guess is the best way to put it is that i am not good with my time management half the time and i feel like i'm busy all the fucking time um yeah and that's just kind of what it's turned into but it's a new chapter of my streaming career and my content creation you know what i mean i think it's just a new it's a new challenge really yeah you know 100 100 agree yeah. and 
you know, you're telling me now that you, you, you feel like you're struggling and, you, you know, to have every, I, I can only imagine from, you know, having known you and spoken what else you have going on in the background. And, you know, I feel that so hard and I don't put out as much as I believe you put out, right? Mm -hmm. you, you're here talking about me doing all this. You, like you said, you try and put out a video a day, even if it's like three seconds to, to 15 seconds, you're not doing these full things, but you know, you're giving people something every day and the quality you're putting into it as well is so good. So where you're saying you're, you're struggling with this, I'm back here and I'm like, shit, I'm struggling and I'm not doing half of what he's doing. So what else does he have in the background? Like, Oh man, it's, I think uh, I've found myself in this weird content creation bubble where I love creating content. Like, so my, like, well, I used to run businesses. So back in the day, mm -hmm. you have to have like a mission statement, right? And I take that shit to heart. So when I was in the Marine Corps, it was Semper Fidelis. When I make a business, it was like teaching kids to play music just to have fun. You know, that was the mission. So if I was doing that, I was doing the right thing. Well, with streaming, it's like, I just want people to come in and have a wow factor. And I'm just a hard worker. So for me, it makes sense because I'm like, I have a, uh, the Marine in me, my brain is wired a little differently. When I have a task, I will literally run myself into the ground and then we'll take break. But that I'm in that sprint mode, you know, I need to learn to like, it's a good thing and a bad thing. Cause now I have to learn how to marathon mm -hmm. a little bit. Cause I'm like, all right, gas, the tank is it's running a little low right now. Dragon. Like, <laughs> it's running a little low. Yeah. Like, people in chat say i make it look effortless it is it is uh is definitely not effortless and i'm glad I, I i appear that way um but dude i i think one thing dude and not i we will get into more fun content in a bit but i think it's really important to tell people i've heard this on multiple podcasts and tell me your thoughts on this but when you're in content creation it is not all daisies like everybody thinks you are there is so much like, for example, um, this is a great example. You did this mass effect event where you were like, what was the best way to put this? You like certain bits and certain subs would make you do a certain thing. And like, and then you had these milestones. I tried doing that for the three days of pain. I swear to God, it was a full-time job setting up for just three days. Like it is, it is extensive how much crap oh, yeah. goes on behind yeah, the scenes. It, yeah. It's crazy. And the biggest part of that is like foresight. And I guess that's what comes with my sort of general career is, um, you know, you have to be able to think ahead and be like, okay, this right now, what I'm doing and what I'm planning to do, how's that going to affect this? And how, like going back to before about the domino effect, each thing you do is going to either go down in different different scenarios and different uh, ways. And then how is that then going to affect this? So when you're planning like one of these sort of uh, long streams, are you doing that? Um, you know, does this decision of, you know, for this incentive, what's that going to do and affect this game? How is it going to, you know, affect the rest of the stream or and, and timing and all that? And, you know, really plan ahead for it to be successful or, to, you know, get anything good out of it right and that's it's so strange because it you can do all the best planning and then my biggest fear is that it falls right on its goddamn head and i <laughs> i feel like i just spent 
all these hours trying to yeah, create was, yeah. this one event for people to have fun and and then it just like you know crash and burn yeah. I'm like nah. the second day of the day two uh for pain week was uh originally level wanted to do level one to 60 on palace of the dead final fantasy 14 but for the life of us we couldn't figure out what the fuck he was going to do for like the spins and the like making it harder for himself it was already hard enough yeah. he's gonna try to run it solo and so you have like default gear and you get the perks as you will go and as your character levels up within each run but that would have gotten just so bottlenecked at the point he wouldn't have had anything he could do so yeah. it it got to the point where we had also talked about uh dark souls 3 was day one we'd had ff14 lined out and then the halo 3 legendary but we also had a couple of backup games like last epoch ended up being what he ran and then the spin the spin to win yeah, character yeah, yeah, that was yeah. afterwards yeah. uh but there was what was we had like two or three other games lined out as well but it was just the easiest one to make a like challenge series for to actually make him interact with chat more so than just hi guys here's me getting fucked for eight hours yeah, basically <laughs> That's what I was trying to avoid. I was like, hey, everybody, here is Level Day Up in his natural habitat getting fucked repeatedly for eight hours for your enjoyment. Watch left, only be able to look left in H3 Legendary and couldn't figure out how to drive a hog. Okay, that was just funny. Come on. So there's, I think the cool part about Twitch is like you create these events and then you really don't know how it's going to turn out because this Twitch community is wild. It's a wild, it's a fucking wild place. Yeah. Like, I had a $300 goal for that American Legion uh, fundraiser. Smashed it. Bro, it, I, had, I, had no, I had no clue. I had no idea what was going to happen. It turned into, like, this big thing. But then, you know, it just happened. You know, you just uh, Twitch is weird like that. Like, it's just, mm. so, I think some of my best streams I've ever had are days where I didn't feel like streaming. I was like, all right, I'm just going to turn the camera on. And it just turns into, like, this thing. And you're like, what yep. is happening right now? Yeah. 100%. Have and, you had any big yeah, moments like that? Oh, dude, all the time. Like, yeah, you, you feel shit and you're just like, what, is there even a point? You, you ask yourself, is there a point? Are you going to be entertaining? Are you, is it like, what's the quality going to be like? And you get on and then, you know, the peeps just surprise you and absolutely freaking make your day. And, you know, then there's some days where you're literally not doing anything special and, you know, they show up in force and blow it out, like blow you out of the water and it's it's just surprising and I'll, I'll literally sit there and yell at my camera and i'm like i'm not fucking doing anything <laughs> like i'm only laughing because I, I know i know that feeling yeah like, what what did i do right tell me so i can do it next time yes. Fuck. i was like when we had dizzy on on the podcast him and perkinji their original like discussion of what their metric that they wanted to be wasn't playing by Twitch's rules. They didn't want to go off viewer count and subs and follows yeah. and everything. They went off their chat metric instead of like how many chats per minute or how many chats per hour, I think it was. And mm -hmm. like they wanted to go off that rather than more so the like fucking stock bullshit that Twitch goes oh, here. Sure. Do, I've got 10,000 followers. Yay. Yeah, do, yeah, do yeah. this and you'll get partner. Yeah. Ride our train. Exactly. Give us money. Yeah. 100%. And you know, those two nuggets are just so freaking smart with, oh you my know, God. coming up with that and, you know, 
figuring it out. And I've learned so much from both of them. And, and that's completely it. And what I've been saying to people recently, they've been like trying to go for affiliate. And it's like, don't, you know, you don't need to stream for these long hours. You need to get on for like a short amount of time. You need to hit the bare minimum. But, you know, think about your timing. Think about like what you're doing and literally hit the bare minimum and try and get the support in there. Don't go for these five-hour streams. Go for these two-hour streams because that way you're going to be able to capture a small audience for a smaller amount of time. Mm -hmm. For me, how I've been saying it recently is, you know, I don't care about my my monthly average viewers. I, I, I don't. I'm not looking to increase that. I'm looking to increase the quality of the people that are already there. And that's what you, you need to focus on, like, sort of at this stage is, you know, you, you don't want to lose people. Yeah, okay, you... you you know, growing's great, but if you focus on the quality of whilst you're live, um, then you're good. And I've also found since so doing the last few three months full time, um, you know, the more often I'm live, is the more chance for me to meet someone new or for someone right. in a completely different time zone to see that I'm live, come in and then throw the the support out. Mm -hmm. So. You know, there's there's sort of one end of it where you keep it lower and sort of focus on just hit the stats. Right. And then when you get here, focus on sort of quality. Don't focus on your numbers, but yeah. focus on like what's actually happening then and there. No, and that's, dude, what you just said is giant. And I actually have numbers to prove it. I um So for a while there, I was kind of, I was working full time and then streaming was just kind of like, I took it as a really just a kind of a hobby, right? And mm -hmm. so I really didn't care what the kind of content I was putting out. I was just like, oh, I'm just going to do this, right? But then I literally saw my numbers like just doing this. It was like a flat line. It was a flat. It was nothing there for fucking six months, seven months, something like that. Just nothing. And I was like, oh, maybe I do want to grow a little bit. Like, what is this going to mm -hmm. take? And then I started thinking, I kind of got into that trap. And I've talked about this on the podcast before and in stream. Like, I fell into that trap of like wanting to be better but not actually wanting to be better. There's a better way to put this. Like, yeah. how do I get better by doing the same shit? And then a light bulb clicked. I'm like, my focus was totally on the wrong things. I was focused on growth. I was focused on trying to make more money and da -da 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 -da. And because of that, I just kept doing this because it was very apparent that I wasn't actually trying to put the effort in to make my content better. And because of that, I was stagnating. and. Obviously, like I got hit in the head, basically, and I was like, "What are you doing, dummy? Like, why are you not making like, why are you not making this the most fun place you possibly can? And not because you want to grow, because you want it to be fun when people show up. And that 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 light bulb changed everything. Like over the past yeah six months, it's been crazy. The growth has been good, but I haven't. I still to this day, I don't look at my numbers when I'm live. I don't even know how mm -hmm. many chatters I have in there. I got no idea what's going on. I try and like come up with new content, new videos, new ideas, create like dynamic yeah. moments. Like that's all I'm focused on period. And then, 100%. and then just being as genuine as I can, like seeing people, I tell people all the time when they come into my stream and they're like, Hey, you should come over to my stream. I'll be like, if I like your content, I will, but I'm, you know, that's it. Like, I'm not going to sit there and follow you because you followed me. Like I have to like your shit or I just won't, I won't care. It won't, it'll yeah. be, it won't be real. <laughs> it won't exactly. be real. And don't get butthurt just because I don't follow back. Yeah, exactly. If you're playing and, Truck yeah, Simulator, you, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to watch it. 
<laughs> watch hey, it. Power wash simulator is fucking satisfying, <laughs> right? Watch it, I've dude. heard this. I've heard this. I think I heard this from you, actually. Uh, you, you were talking about this the other day in some way. Might have been me or somebody what else did, in your chat, yeah, but yeah. Dude, I saw uh, that they have a lawn mowing simulator now. I might well, no, that. there's there's been a like a resurgence of it's power wash simulator. It'll have you like washing cars in a garage. It'll have you washing like houses all the way around the building, the roof, the gutters, the windows, the floor, the can driveway, the yard, everything, fencing, and it's like there's like the min max of you have to get like every minuscule little dot of fuck. Dude, I, I don't know about that. But regardless, like, if I like your content, like, Bona, obviously you play the games that I like, but you also have such a cool community and a feel that I love what you're doing and I love your graphics. I can, and I know, I think the trick is for me when I'm watching somebody, I know, like, the amount of work you've put into it and I respect that and it makes me want to watch you more. So as a streamer to a streamer, like, that's, that's what I look for. I call it the it, the it factor. Like, the it, like, Dizzy has it, like, Dizzy has the same thing. He's got the the gears are turning. He's constantly trying to reinnovate, and so because of that, like it makes me want to come back to a stream. I'm like, okay, what did he add now? What did he do now? Like, what else can I fucking steal? Give me that shit, Dizzy. Give me that shit, Dizzy. But no, but re <laughs> real talk. Like, I just love. I like. I love content creators who are constantly trying to do something and trying to like yeah. do something different. Oh, they're playing a new game. Well, I like them as a content creator, so I I don't maybe like this game, but I'll watch it because like he's him he he her whoever's doing it. Like that's important to me, hundred percent, dude. Um, how do you feel? Yeah. Like how yeah. do you find new streamers? Like how do you how do you do that? Um like it's exactly what they say like when you first reach affiliate you remember those induction video sort of deal like welcome to on board and you know one thing that always stuck with me from watching those was literally it takes someone 12 seconds to decide on the stream whether they're going to stay and that first you know 12 seconds or that first sort of 30 seconds after they first chat is extremely important Right. So, you know, you need to be engaging. You need to do all that. So when I go into someone who, you know, is on the lower end, uh, whether that be from zero to 25, right? If I go into someone's chat and, you know, you need that sort of reciprocation, you need that vibe coming off of them, you know, for me to want to stick around. I'm not just, like you said before, not just going to stick around just because you, you follow. And I think that's one of the things about, um og when i was first approached was it's not this follow for follow thing and i i said that i'm i'm not about that anymore once upon a time of course you are mm -hmm. and everyone falls into that trap but you know there's so many people out there trying to do the exact same thing and you know you do need to bring something different to the table and i'm, I'm gonna follow you one because you know if if you're my mate and i like you you know, I, I want you around in my community. Two, I, I I need to like your content. I need to, if I don't know you, I, I need to know what you're you're sort of putting out, and I, I want to be able to see it. Yeah, I don't want to just see just you going live or just you know some lower end quality piece of media you're putting out. Like I I, I want to be able to enjoy. I want to, that you know that's the reason I want to be there. Like yeah. an incentive to follow, not just for the hell of following. That touches on like how I network. Lev knows that I do it all the time. If I'm not at work, bro. 
if I'm not at work, I'm either working on Discord, sometimes streaming, inconsistent Andy, but uh, I work on Discord stuff and I network with people all the fucking time. And I will hop into different people's chats, like you said, like zero to 25. Viewer count doesn't matter to me. I honestly could give a shit less. Um, I'll jump into people's chats, give them about a minute. If they're not interacting with chat, if they don't turn from one monitor to the other or look at their phone, even if they're on a scuffed ass setup and they're like, hey, guys, or hey, so and so, blah, blah, blah. How are you today? How was work? How was dinner? How was like, how your games been like this, that and the other out on to the next one? Yeah. But then there's like the same angle of like you were saying, like there has to be that interaction that I don't I hate using the word vibe like vibe is a good word, but at the same time vibe isn't something that you can like interact with per se the mm-hmm. vibe of like a channel or vibe of a chat lev's vibe is just a goofy goober ass yeah. but then you go to like panda or bam or lilo and ace they hang out ace's half of the stream is him sweating his nuts off and you could see half of his forehead on the yeah. cam but you can't hear his mic because he's constantly doing call outs constantly doing stuff Meanwhile, Filipina's the one talking to chat, interacting, playing the game. She's been getting a little bit more competitive now that she's been trying to get into tournaments and such. But um, back to the networking side of stuff, it's like if people want to be there and they want to put the time in, they want to get to know you, I don't even have them. Like, I don't join anybody's personal discords. I have people add me on Discord personally. And then I'm like, hey, hit me up if you want to go play Game Apex or a Game of Cod or you want to spitball some things on discord i can help you with or if you need any help like working on your stream stuff like lev last night was we'd sat in a call and worked on i've got new overlays coming out and we just spitballed ideas my buddy yin one of lev's other uh moderators he spitballed an idea so the new overlay package that i'm running is going to have uh the exact color code that's going to match discord or uh twitch dark mode so everything on my overlay is going to blend with Twitch dark mode rather than just dark shader or white was my options. And I was like, wait a minute. No, I can do something different. But the networking side of thing is if people want to interact, they will put the effort in. If they want to get to know you, if they want to grow organically rather than the follow for follow bullshit, they will put the time in nine times out of ten. Yeah. And it takes time. I mean, like we were talking about it, just being organic too, like networking organically. Like you find a cool streamer. Like I think one of the best stories I got is like Arcflow. I had no idea who this guy was. I don't watch people play Star Wars Battlefront 2, but because you met him, then I met him naturally and we watched him together. So it was like you just yeah. kind of find people randomly, like Reagan's in chat right now. He's also I, got the know, clickbait factor of, again, wearing the helmet and rocking and rolling and doing his thing. Right. Yeah, he said, but again, it's back to what you said. Like, you, it's like what Bonus said at the very beginning. Like, you kind of tug a, a domino. So, by meeting you, you'd be the domino. And then you introduce me to all these new people. Like, I met Dizzy because I think Dizzy, I saw his podcast and then he came into my chat when I was playing Destiny 2, like back in the day, like way back in the day. And then because of that, like, we kind of like, hey, I'm going to come to your stream because I kind of like your shit and you're a funny dude. Like, and then I saw his stream, like, oh man, this shit's professional as hell. Like, all right. Like I'm gonna be chilling, and you know I think that's I think that says a lot. Okay, Bono. So speaking, we we've kind of let the groundwork here, but here's I got, I got a spicy question. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. All right. All right. All right. Well, about as spicy as a 32 year old boomer can handle. But yes, yeah. I'm not 32 yet. Give me a, I got a week. Okay. Okay. I'm not 32 yet. Thank you. Um. All right. How are you so sexy? Why? 
The fans want to know. The fans want to know. Everybody in chat wants to know. Why? For everybody who doesn't, is not on YouTube or watching us right now, right live, Bonafide is like Adonis. Like Adonis. Okay? Okay? I had to say it. I had to say it. Why are you so why are you so funny? What did you get hit with I'm the gonna like... inter I'm gonna oh. interject before I let you go. Okay. There's one reason is because Lev can't grow a beard. This is I'm true. gonna let you go now. Look, look, this is all I this is all I got. This is it. This is all I got. I tried growing a beard one time, I looked like Paul Bunyan's like dumb cousin. It was terrible. That and you probably had like the missing like patchy bullshit all the way what through. What about it. stash then? What, what what can you do with the stash? I can stash it up. This thing you comes in. How this many channel points in. for a Hitler stash? Oh hell no! <laughs> <laughs> oh hell no! Dizzy says, "Who has time for growing a beard?" Exactly. Yeah, that's the reason why you don't have one. This is a... yeah, <laughs> yeah. If I grow so, bastard, yeah. my problem is it doesn't connect right here. So because it doesn't connect, I just grow like a giant stash, and then this comes down to like here. It just doesn't connect. So I have like nothing grows here. It's just it's not good. Yeah, it's not good. Look, uh, honestly, like when I first started growing up what was i like 21 something like that so i couldn't like grow sort of past my jawline i couldn't connect the stash to the bottom and i literally started growing the stash over to connect it right and you know my chin was basically bare so it's just that you know genetics and getting lucky and but also like grooming it and training it out and what it can do and then after not touching it and promoting good beard health then you know it will look better it will grow better um not saying oh, it's gonna like grow hair that's not actually there it's just gonna you know it's 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 gonna promote beard health and beard growth right um so you know i i i clean wash my beard every single day I use product. I have a, have a have a bit of routine with how I how I do it, and um, yeah, you know this stash. I haven't I haven't trimmed my stash in about eighteen months, mm. and this is, you know, it's only now starting to really go out, and I've now got to train it. And for about two years now, I've been eating my mustache whenever I have a cheeseburger or like a. You know, I just it gets caught, it just gets caught on the bun, and then I end up with both the <laughs> my mouth like that, and I'm just you know, I've got a shit there burger in my hand, and I'm just going, Sorry, sorry, guys, you gotta part the red. Sorry, can yeah. I borrow your yeah, cool, I'm gonna borrow your plate <laughs> to check out my cool. No, no, you don't want that now, it's COVID, it's, so. co it's COVID, you don't want that back, you don't want that back, yeah, like. You know, one of those things is I'm I'm now literally all the time playing with it, but right. it's taken that long to me for me to be able to do that, and yeah. it's not it's it's not a quick thing. No, I don't. I, yeah, well, I, obviously it, it, it's it's luscious. It feels like this is like since I've known you, you've always had a beard, but now it's like even better. Somehow you're you're getting better with age, and I need to steal your ideas and get better with age as well. Um, so maybe I will grow a beard. Maybe I'll just do sideburns. Maybe I'll just do sideburns. Just like hundred percent, like out. I'm talking like yeah. Irish sideburns. You know what I mean? Like, like 1859 sideburns. Like way well, too. Well, like, I have just bought like a uh, blonde beard wig. 
Ooh. for something this week. So once I'm done with it, I can send it your way. Bring it on. I always I'm gonna tell bucks. you right now, if you grow those sideburns out, I don't want to know how many of those motherfuckers are gonna get caught in that Halo helmet. Oh, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be real bad, dude. It's gonna be real bad. But dude, man, like it's awesome that you're promoting beard health too. And on top of that, you have a kid on the way, which is fantastic, which is amazing. I uh, want to pick your brain a bit about that because speaking of health and babies, uh, my wife and I want to have kids. We're going to be starting to try soon. So I'm going to pick mm -hmm. your pick your brain here. What do you think it's going to what do you think it's going to change? Like obviously you can't predict the future, right? But what do you mm -hmm. think is going to change for your like your content and like your streaming and gaming? Are you going to have like a baby right here and like be like no, everything's everything's going to change unfortunately right so um you know whether that be temporary or you know in, in whatever capacity but you know everything will change um whether that be how often i stream how long i stream for what i stream um you know if i switch up content and make more videos than streaming um whether i you know, it could be for like a good month that I'm, I, I don't go live. I don't do anything. Um, and you know, streaming has been great the last few months. I've, I've grown so much and so rapidly over the past few months that I have over the past 14 months of me streaming, um, in, in, in the past three, you know, all you want to do is just keep going and just keep building. But as the world is kind of returning to normal, it is starting to slow down online a little bit and people are getting back outside. So th this time last year was so great. And for, for so many people like really pushing and getting bigger and uh, really hitting it. Um, but this year is kind of, I feel like it's flipped a little bit. Mm. Um, and for the last three months that I've been doing full time, mm. I've actually also been searching for jobs and waiting for the UK, uh, lockdown restrictions to live because we've been we've actually been in a lockdown and we're living with restrictions since january again oh dang um so that's actually the third third uh national lockdown um so and they're still like delaying when the restrictions will be let up um so in in, in my my career my job and what i trained for years and um got my diploma in is uh like health and safety um and like crowd science for events and everything and um you know just event operations so events other than the hospitality industry were the the biggest thing to be hit and this was just no events we're, mm. we're talking like festivals we're talking exhibitions conventions um like uh talks and and all that there's seminars there's just nothing N nothing can happen and i've tried to get onto the online scene i've been able to do that a little bit with um our fundament events through mm -hmm. um different sorts of uh destiny 2 events that we've done so i've been able to show off and really utilize some of my events and organizational skills um through that um but it's the last thing i want to do is have to go back into something like warehousing where i'm not being challenged i'm not um you know, I, I I go home, I go to work and I'm on autopilot and just the quality of people you work with is just not what you want or the vibe and, and, and you know, not where you want to be and just feel like you're 
not being anything or anyone or making any sort of contribution. It's the last thing I want, but unfortunately, that's the way it's probably going to have to be uh, for now. Um, you know, as soon, but before my child comes along um, and they're due in September, I'm going to be going back to work anyway. So mm. things are actually going to change before that right. as well. Um, so, you know, I'm not going to be streaming during the day or the morning for you um, right. when, when that comes along, depending on what sort of work it is and the timing. Um, but that will that will change before that and then it will change again and then hopefully it will change sort of more f to be more frequent after a month or two mm -hmm. um so we'll we'll see how we get on that's but, understandable yeah. too i mean you're gonna have a baby you have yeah. a new job like you're gonna have tons of stuff to manage man like i think exactly you have such a strong community though i don't think like i i feel like you you might leave for a month you come back you're gonna have like a thousand people in there you know what i'm saying like the amount of networking mm. and i don't think you realize like how much your community loves you like i think you need to realize that number one like i see it I think you have a little bit of imposter syndrome when it comes to that because your community like i think you could pretty much murder somebody and they'd help you hide the body like twitch chat live let's dig up a body you know it's like that would be i i could see that happening like 100 like, yeah <laughs> like 100%. I, I definitely know some people will help me help me do that yeah. but, um <laughs> you know yeah yeah I, that's that's interesting isn't it i feel like you and i have spoken about this imposter syndrome before um you know you you always second guess yourself and you see other people and it's hard to not compare to compare yourself to other people like fucking hell i do it for i do it to you i do it to the man who shall not be na dizzy uh <coughs> um you know the target I, of the murder yeah exactly the target well, he'd probably help me really yeah, he um, <laughs> so you know you do have that imposter syndrome of and you know, even though this is what you wanted and you wanted to build a community and you wanted to get all this out of what you're doing, you're still there. Like, why the fuck is it happening? Mm -hmm. Why the fuck are people, you know, want to be around me? And I, you sit there for so long and you're like, okay, how do I, how do I make it quality? How do I give incentives? How do I keep making people come back? And then when it happens, you're like, why, why are you? And yeah. you know, you you, you want to constantly improve and then when i get too caught up in my head and then i don't do anything i've got no motivation to, to sort it out and you're just like all right well you didn't do that you didn't get anything out of that like what are you even doing like what's mm -hmm. the point it's it's, it's it's one thing and then it's this thing and it's that thing and it's dude that yeah. cycle is fucking rough and dizzy dizzy agrees too man like my problem i'm, I'm right there with you on everything you just said my biggest issue is that because of like just the person I am and also being in the Marine Corps, like I will stay up at night after a stream and wonder why the fuck I said something or was that clip good enough? Was that content good enough? Was I talking enough? Like I am constantly judging myself probably harder than anybody else could possibly judge me. And because of that, I feel like that's pushed my content further because I'm constantly looking at it and dissecting it. Maybe not in the healthiest way, to be honest, but like constantly yeah. judging like, okay, what went right? What went wrong? How can I make it better? Is there a way to make it better? And then fuck, or some days I'll just leave my stream like that fucking sucked. I, that was not good. What are you doing? Like I am judging 
every mistake I've ever made in any stream ever. It's like all floods back in. And at a certain point, you need to just hop into a Discord DM and be like, hey, was that good or was that shit? And then we can be like, yes, that was dog shit. Or, yeah. No, that was fantastic. Turn your fucking brain off, you yeah. goddamn adolescent. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean... That's, that's great right there. And it's like you know having your buddies around and these people you have networked with and you become friends with and you now you two are more of like best mate colleagues aren't you 100 so and, and i see um a bunch of people in in the community and uh, that i've surrounded myself with not only as my my really good online friends that i will actually tell my personal life to i don't even tell people in my personal life about my personal life but i'll tell these guys and then i also refer to them as colleagues and you know we do so much together um that they are they are colleagues so to have someone that you can go off that is so genuine and um you know and you're not going to get butt hurt if they turn around to you midstream and be like yo you, you the, the music's too loud or mm -hmm. Or, or bro, that's that's not really working out like they're there to help you they're saying this not to to bring you down but to you know to to help you out as but you know you can also get those people that are in your life and that's that's what we were saying before about like having genuine people around you could have some people that are being snakes and being mm -hmm. Like oh, there oh, for the ulterior motive, and snakes. you know, we'll say, "Oh, that didn't work out." When actually, it was going to, and you know, they were on the right track. Just because you know, there could be that jealous. I haven't dealt with that too much, thank God, because I've I've been very weary and you know, tried to keep myself, tried to use my good judge of character on that, and you know. If, if it causes drama to turn around and say someone, no, I don't want to be associated with you, then, you know, I, I don't care. Yeah. But, you know, you, at the end of the day, it's better for you to have that drama with someone and, and never have to go through something with. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And touching on that, like, having your peers also be your friends is a good thing. But at the same time, you need to ask them, okay, hey, Outside looking in, remove the bias of being my friend. Is this dog shit? Like, mm -hmm. you need to ask them, just not necessarily man to man, but as, hey, as a fellow streamer, as a content creator, as a TikToker, as a fucking whatever. Like, is this good? Is this too loud? Is this, does this look okay? Is this shading okay? Is like this cut okay from this transition to this transition? Like, all of the above. My problem is I make shot, I call it shotgun creation content. And what I mean by that is that I will take stuff and I will throw it at the board until something fucking sticks. And that's how I create content. Um, I'll try a TikTok and it will then be posted to multiple things. And if that sucks, that gets deleted and I'll put up another one immediately. And then if that sucks, then I'll try an image. And if that sucks, I'll try a podcast. And if that sucks, I'll try a Twitch stream. If that sucks, I'll try a different game. Like I just... Fucking shotgun, Relentless. Sh shotgun shit, and I'm like, something will stick. Like, could I make better content, longer form? Probably. Do I really want to have the time or energy or patience to do that? No. I am a I am an agent of chaos when it comes to content creation. But because of that, my content, like if I look at a video from four months ago, I cringe. But back then, that was the best I could come up with four months ago because yeah. that was like 100% effort at four months ago at that level. Yeah, that's like 
looking just looking back at life in general like three months ago six months ago a year ago you're gonna be like god i was stupid back then yes like fuck was i doing like now i, why I did do I that on a weekly basis like last yeah, week be I was like, like fuck what was i doing give it two months you're gonna be like fuck why did i hate pineapple yeah exactly why did i eat pineapple on stream for people and gag why did somebody capture that video why would you do this to me what was i thinking yeah 100 percent. but like i think I think it's, it plays, I, Bonafide, I think you do the same thing. The consistently looking back will provide guidelines for future content, which makes that future content off the rip much better. It's just like, but nobody tells you in the beginning when you're streaming that this is the only way to fucking do it, basically. Unless you have an editor or something, like, this is how every content creator that's giant started as everybody started just like yeah. throwing shit at the wall until something stuck basically and then they just ran with that until that yeah. shit fell off the wall and they had to find something else that stuck and that's just all you can do yeah. like and it's exactly it like these people like all the big names they go through this constantly as well and you know there's there's some guys that i i listen to their stuff and i follow religiously a bunch of youtubers and a, a group of them and they talk about the exact same thing. They, I think they opened up kind of how we opened up here. Whereas I, they don't know what the fuck happened, but they would just say like some things would hit, some things wouldn't hit. And you know, it's even a constant thing with them and you know, they have all these resources. So, you know, it's not just you, you have to remember. And mm -hmm. one of the biggest things is why I don't have so much content. Like I don't have a single video up on YouTube still. Mm. I, I I don't like I barely post on social I want to post on social so much more but I'm and as everyone is you're your own biggest critic and I'm like if I don't want to watch this why would anyone else want to watch this and like would you go into not just because they're at the sort of same viewership as you when you know you you're looking for clout and you're looking to grow and you're going to go follow and expect them to follow back but you those sorts of people need to sit there and are like okay would i watch me would i sit here for this length of time and just watch me stare at a game going no it's 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 not going to happen it's you know back back to the incentive but yes I, i'm just so critical of my own stuff that I only put out and sometimes I really do have to bring back myself and say this uh, it's the internet you put it out no one is going to remember what the fuck I do or what we do unless you know it does get lucky it does stick and then people start mentioning it for all the time in 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 Twitch chat. Yes. So I remember that time you 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 ate pineapple and cried. So it's you know people people are <laughs> it's it's gonna go one way or another and you know sometimes just putting something out is is the best thing to do but then other times it's like I'm, i don't want to put that out i don't want to be known for putting that out i don't want people to have this i don't want to be seen in this way and i want to be actually seen in this way but right. ultimately that's not up to us so no Dude, I wanted... Okay, let me tell you right now, I've never told Zion this. This is really true. I wanted to be, like, more like a Tim the Tap Man 
or like Dr. Disrespect with like the overproduction, but like have a character and like, this is what I'm known for. This is my thing. And then I started putting out content and then all the videos that did well were all like these funny clips. It matches my personality. It's who I am. But me being just a fucking madman with all these random clips just started working. And I'm like, I guess the internet wants me to do this instead. And then I didn't change my, that was my natural, my natural personality was that. So it was easy for me to be like, all right, they like all the weird shit that I do. Like I'm a crazy person. I'll just post all my weird, crazy brain things. And then that's turned into whatever this is now. You know what I mean? Like it's, but like you said, like the internet decided like what I'm going to be. Yes. Not enough tattoos and you don't have a dent because you always wear earbuds like a bitch. Yeah, my hair is flawless because of that. Okay, that's the no. trick. Well, look at this. Look at this poof. You see this poof? This doesn't happen if you wear headphones, bro. You're just okay. stuck with a high and tight. You're fine. It is. Uh, you know what? I don't like high and tight. Okay, I like the part. I got a part. This no. took me a very long time for this. Megan part, okay? doesn't like high and tight. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Earbuds are amazing. Honestly, Thank you, Caglord. Caglord knows what's up. They're amazing. I think that's why I started like um, sort of not really. For, for a little while there, I was wearing like uh, snapbacks on stream because mm-hmm. I just did not like, you know, having the, yeah, there you go. So, you know, not having the, the, the hair dent um, in, in, in your hair. Um, and I used to be like one of these guys. I used to like get a haircut every like two, three weeks, have a fade, have, um, you know, the, the poof coming off the... OCD off the, and you know, like, Yeah, exactly. Used to have to like get the, the fade done like every, every two weeks to keep it fresh. So... Uh, but now, like growing it out, I pull it all back, and there's no there's no dent now because it's just it all just goes back. So you it's have well, that's perfect. You have a dent because you have so much luscious hair. You're so you're such an Adonis that your dent your your head doesn't even want to dent because like we're too perfect oh, yeah. just the way we are. We can't have dents. Uh, and the your headset's brain, just too weak. It can't yeah, put a dent it's in. Weak. It can't. It's just it's it cannot. It's not powerful enough to dent that beautiful skull. Cool. Okay. Well, you can see right now, like both myself and Zion are wearing the Steel Series headsets, and where they've got this strap underneath, you can, if if you are watching, oh. you can see yeah. the strap underneath, and then the bar comes over the top. Mm. So, fine. I'll see you in two years. Is, keep wearing that. Let's see. I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. Let me see your dent. You got a dent over there, Zion. If you guys nope. are watching, if you guys are listening on Spotify, you're missing. Zion Yeet has a giant dent. He is definitely like, you know, Nick Merck style. Like definitely. Only den I would have is if I go to VA and headbutt your dumbass. <laughs> Fair. Deserve that. Oh man, but oh you know, God. I think, I think I love I love talking to content creation, and I know me and you have like it's so weird how we networked, but I definitely feel like we're friends. You know what I mean? Like it's not just about the content. Like I love, I just love coming to your stream. Period. It's not you know just period. Like that is what it is. I love being able to come hang out. Did you just try a light show me right now? Bono? I tried to. You tried work. to. I turned it off for the podcast. There's no way. Yeah. It's all right. Nice try. You tried. That would have made my head giant, by the way. Thank you. That would be great. Don't worry. I got it. <laughs> um, <sighs> no, but like, I think, you know, Dizzy was talking about it. I think you feel it. I feel it. A bunch of content creators do. And I think it's true, though. A lot of like big streamers probably feel the same way. I always equate it to like when I was first starting up, you know, everybody gets wants the goal of like three average, right? And then you like, if you want three, then you want six. If you want six, you want 12. If you want 12, you want 20. If you want 20, you want 40. It's, I don't think that neat, that want ever goes away because you obviously want to keep growing, right? And then you see, I think the worst thing that sucks on Twitch is like when you see, when you see somebody like that has 
this okay this is annoys me let me backtrack this annoys they're me. so one track minded on oh. the growth that they forget to take time to just God. do the craft it's just like shut up man it's just like why are they doing that it's it's so like zion hit the nail on the head like people who are only focused on the growth and even if they get the numbers like let's say they get the followers so they do like the follow for follow and they do all that it's just so disingenuous it just like irks me to the core mm. i'm like you didn't put the effort in you didn't actually put the time you didn't go through the trials and tribulations that makes you like have a really good twitch content creation foundation you didn't build the community correctly you just kind of you cheated the system a bit and it's working out for you but like it's got to be a hollow experience you know what i mean like yeah, like what sort of quality uh, is that what sort of quality is the community are they you know you can sit there and you see these people with like thousands thousands of uh viewers yeah. And, I'm sorry, thousands of followers, but how many of those people pop on in to stream and how many, you know, like, what how many sort of interaction do you get out of um, Yeah. Like, what, 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 what is the interaction there? Right. And are, and you know, they're not there to see your content because you're now a, a numbers platform. They're there to try and leech numbers off of you at that point, which is even because you've created that, that loop. You've created this environment where you grew by doing follow for follow and shit. So now they're there to do the same. So you, instead of people coming to hang out with you, they're trying to get something from you because you've created that thing. And it's like, I almost feel bad for them, but at the same time, it's just like, I, I'm obviously not gonna watch that content. Like, why would I be, you never put that your content was important. So why would you, me as a viewer, think it's important? You just won't, <laughs> period. You wanna be yeah. famous, click this link, exactly. <laughs> twitch.tv for such level they have i will if you guys are listening on spotify if you show up and ask for a follow i will ban you i'm just pointing that out right now adam bomb goes have any of you got viewer bots so talking about that we actually talked about beforehand uh not today but we've talked about it before where uh when they did that purge of all the bots and removed people's oh, yes. follows yes and bona you lost like what like 180 <laughs> and Dude, then like yeah, I was, I was at like 960. 960. Yeah, I was at 960 and it dropped down overnight. I woke up the next day, it was at like 820. And then I'm like, the fuck? And, yeah. you know, you start hearing about it, like all the stuff happening. And it was something like, what, 3 million bots went into a partner and raided, like, all followed them. And that's mm -hmm. what caused Twitch to take action. And literally over two months, um, you know, I didn't even think I had that many bots in my channel. Or like, and that's the thing. It was inactive accounts as well. It was people, accounts that had not interacted on Twitch in nine months. Yeah. Like, like had nev never signed in, never done anything, never clicked on anything. So they removed all those. And, you know, you sat there and that's that's possibly people from when you first started streaming. Yes. Um, you know, granted... If they were removed, they hadn't been active in nine months, and the small chance of them, very small chance of them coming back. Like, kind of what bigger loss is it? And where we're talking about, you know, focusing on numbers, you don't want to focus on your numbers, you want to focus on, um, you know, what, what's there. So, if they weren't there and hanging out in the first place, is that even a loss to have lost all those accounts? That's true. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> what oh, dog came out of nowhere i, I think like, he oh, agrees no. with me so yeah she see um, my dog agrees she agrees 
and oh. it's just like um for two months like my numbers were just dipping down yeah i, I say no don't focus on your numbers and you know focus on on who's there but it's hard not to when you just keep seeing these numbers and for every like two follows i get i would lose four yes and it's yeah. just like okay am i doing all, something all that, wrong exactly yeah yeah and, and you think i'm like oh, okay are people actually unfollowing me but then it's like no it could be that but it's most likely what's happening uh with twitch and i'm, I'm just there like okay the, the only way this is going to affect me is people who think that numbers are the thing come to the chat and look at someone who's on 800 and has stayed on 800 for however long if they really wanted to go that way yeah so you know that's that's the only way that's going to affect me and you know you have to think about again the the quality of those sort of people and if you if having them around is the best kind of thing yeah so and like uh, adam was saying you know somebody was giving him bots and like viewing his stream like i've never personally gone through that but again like you said you know you could have somebody pay to you know 100 bots to watch you but again there's no chat engagement there's no community building no one's there to really they're just bots they're not there to really see you nobody's so. joining the discord like yeah. you don't see yeah. can't yeah. hop into a call and rage at them as they dumpster you and duck hunt yeah and so it quite honestly is it really worth it it's if you if your focus is on numbers as in your follower count like if you got imagine like you said you lost a bunch of bots like a bunch of accounts that were either inactive or bots they all got banned and because of that like your numbers drop but imagine if you were solely focused on that number and then you woke up one day and you had like nothing and or like you dropped a third and you're like what the fuck like you know like that would be a devastating Sky blow. is falling exactly that would be a devastating blow so i think like you said and like dizzy said and like everybody here is like fo focusing on chat engagement and then if your content is good my problem right now would be that I'm putting out video content and my biggest fear before I drop every single video is like, is anybody gonna give a shit? Did I just waste four hours of my life editing all these videos mm -hmm. for nothing? Like that yeah. gets that gets under my skin once in a while. Most of the time I don't care. Like I'm just like, oh, I'll post it, let's have some fun, fuck it. Maybe somebody likes it. But sometimes I'm like, all right, I spent four hours on this bitch. Somebody better fucking like this video or I'm gonna yeah. lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> like take the helmet back off and get out of your own head, you fuck. I know, I know, I know, I know. But like as a content creator, I think we're all trying to navigate that feeling. Like what <laughs> What do you do? I mean, everybody mm -hmm. has this. Anybody who's putting the work in has to have some kind of imposter syndrome. And on the worst side, too, is like on social media, you only see the best foot forward. You're only seeing like the end result. You're not seeing all the extra steps yeah. it took to get there unless you followed somebody for a long time. And then you kind of see their their growth over time. But it's tough. Like you see those people. It's like it's like watching somebody who's like flying in a private jet. You know, you just see them you're like, damn, what the fuck am I doing wrong with my life right now? Like, this dude's over here in a private jet. Lo and behold, he basically paid $2,000 to go take pictures of being on a private jet. So you only kind of see what they want you to see. And it's the, the same guys thing in LA that go rent a Lambo to go to a fucking strip club. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's just, it's just, it's the same thing, man. And I think it's, it's being sincere. Like in chat, Phoenix was saying the same thing. Like just being sincere, you know trying your best and i think people will recognize you're trying it um i hit the hardest thing too okay bona 
are you're i could tell you're happy where you're at but obviously what it was like when you first started streaming what was your first goal like what was the first big goal you wanted to hit other than affiliate like did you have like i want so like other a than affiliate people. like yeah like this is where i think twitch does do like a good thing by having like uh your emote unlocks come with how many subscribers you get. Mm -hmm. So after hitting affiliate, obviously you want to like start making money and, and all that. And it's something like 50 subs to be able to hit payout. Um, if, if you just go off that or like 40, 40, 40 100 subs, USD for whatever us. it is. Yeah. 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 So I think that equates to, yeah, hundred USD and that's, you know, for the rest of the world, we actually go off USD as well. So mm -hmm. we have to be able to hit you that hundred USD. Um, even Which though now is more difficult yeah. with the fucking yeah. sub pricing being changed yeah. on a basis. Exactly. So uh, that's where I hope that they are going to change that to be regional, a regional sort of goal. Um, but you know, the, what you should be focusing after hitting affiliate is setting a sub goal to 15, because that's where you unlock VIP badges and you unlock an, an extra emote slot. And then you have like another emote slot at 25, so then, you know, you boost that up and then, you know, you, you give people a reason why you'd be like, okay, guys, we just hit affiliate. This is awesome. Um, all right. So I want to, uh, I, I want to put some emotes out for you guys. I want you guys, I, if, if you want to be around and support, you guys are going to have an emote. This is the goal we're going to set 25. As soon as we hit that, we're going to have another emote slot. I'm going to either pay or draw or get an, another emote and put that out. So when you do sub, you have that incentive and that's the reason for something isn't it the incentives are no ads and um you know you get emotes to use anywhere on mm -hmm. twitch and you could have so, it you could have it be like okay whoever the 15th or 25th person is they get their own personal touch on the emote like whatever mm -hmm. they want mm -hmm. yeah 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 i think uh 100%. when i first started i wanted to be like i think the first big streamer i watched was asmongold because i was playing world of warcraft at the time I was like, I'm gonna be Asmongold. Look at him. He he's got like a shitty camera, and he's got he only plays the he's like a he's like a degen mode. That's all he's got. And uh, I could do that. I could. Do, I've got all the same things he's got. I got a camera, no border. Like, we do this. No problem. It's a World of Warcraft. I'll be next. I'll be the next Asmongold. Lo and behold, this man lives on Twitch apparently, and uh, I had a full time job. And I was also not making any content, whereas this man was making content for about 18 different platforms. So, you know, I didn't recognize the amount of work that it would take. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for sure, for but sure. That was my motivation to get into streaming. Like, you yeah. know, I think we all had that motivator. Like, oh, yeah. But everybody thinks, oh, yeah, I can do this. Yeah. Turn the camera on. Play some games. You know. Dude, easy the only people that works for are people who have a, such a large community and we're talking thousands hundreds of thousands of you know from of a, a following platform of another mm. platform so you know just to name one uh you have patty cakes from uh from youtube who recently in the last like probably about three months ago or maybe just a little bit longer than that came over to twitch from youtube and he's got hundreds of thousands and does all these destiny top quality youtube videos and his chat been like in his comment section had been saying for so long dude like go and go and stream he hit partner within no time he hit everything because you know his community was already on this platform and you know that that's the only people that works for and then you see like all these other youtubers i'm going to talk about the misfits they're they're a big i don't know if you guys heard of the misfits mm -hmm. yep. yep they're a big inspiration to me some other merch drops 
You have some of their merch drops. What do you have? I, I have to get onto them. I have the Thomas the Dank engine. I have yep. the scuffed worldwide, and I have the original yep. Patreon drop. Right on, right on. Do I? I don't think I have. Oh, actually, it's right here. So this is my Pax badges, 2019. Nice. All their all their signatures and i've met them so many times but it's the only thing i have from them hmm. sam signing my badge um but dude i like their stuff and they've been on youtube for so long since they were young and then build up and now they're like millions of of, of a following and yeah you know as soon as you then go to another platform yeah this could be the same from you know maybe twitch to youtube is a bit harder but definitely coming from any other sort of platform over to Twitch. Um, you know, that's the only re that's the only way that works for though um for anyone. Um, is if you already have that huge following somewhere else. Yeah. And Cag was saying something too, is like, you know, it's 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 take your time to find your fit in, you know, different communities and you know, um it take it took him some time, you know, and sometimes people show their true colors and it can be disappointing. And I think that applies to also what platform you choose. Like I actually started streaming on a small platform um back in the day when I first started. Cause I was like, oh this is new and interesting. No, let's try this. And I also tried Mixer and I tried and then I finally landed on Twitch. I was like, okay, this is the community I want to start and we'll kind of build from here. And I kind of just like committed. Um but now I'm trying to move into YouTube and just make YouTube videos. And I think the first three videos did nothing. And then I think the fourth video, I got called a piece of shit. I was like, mm, I love it here. This is amazing. Like, this is great. <laughs> this is amazing. There was also a, in the Valorant beta, Lev and I played quite a bit. Yeah. I was still dragging Lev through a bunch of different games. There's a clip where he gets a 1v4 ace while the rest of the team's dead. And he clutches up. Mm -hmm. And he did the fucking coffin meme at the bum, end of it. Bum, 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 and that bum, one, bum, that one blew up. Yeah. But there's a fun, there's like, you know, those funny moments. I like to be able to share those. And I think that Twitch is a great platform to have live interactions and like live moments that you can't get anywhere else unless you were there, unless you make a video and post somewhere else. And that's the only other spot. But like you said, you can kind of make your content here and like gives you the raw materials and then you bring that to other platforms as yeah. you want. Um, and that's really the thing. And so Adam Bomb brought up a question for you. And actually, Bono, this is perfect for you because um, I'm not affiliated with any like drinks or anything, but he was asking a question about like sponsorship. Like, what do you think about like, you know, gamer subs or raid shadow legends available now on all platforms? You know, like that kind of shit. So like, you know, if it works for you, it works for you. I don't I don't feel it's it's all about being genuine and you don't mm -hmm. wanna have to talk about a product or a brand that you don't 100% feel fits with you or you vibe or you you 100% would support. So Raid Shadowlands, would you play that game outside of like, you know, no. just doing it just for content? No. no. Um, would you like, do you enjoy Gamer Sups? However, Gamer Sups and G Fuel are literally used by every single person out there. Mm -hmm. So like, Zion, how many people's creator codes have you used? How many different people? Do you just use the one? Four. Four. So, you know, everyone is affiliated affiliated with that. So, you know, for you to come out and say, yo, I'm unique, I'm I'm doing this. Yeah, I've I've hit up and I don't mean to ruffle any feathers. Like if you happen to get a partnership with GameStops, that's that's cool. Advanced GG, that's cool. Bloody G Fuel, 
fucking awesome. Like sneak all that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sneak. <laughs> I, yep. I, of course, I talk about. I'll, I'll talk about sneak in a second. <laughs> um, you know, but like every like where I say like, there's so many people on the planet that are all trying to do the same bloody thing. And yeah. then when you have your mate Jeff Bonzo and Harry over here, also affiliated with uh, Gamersups, right? And you all have creator codes. How how are you supposed to get anything out of that affiliation yeah, how are you, or, how are you or sponsorship? Give me that out? that's and you know i've had conversations with colleagues of mine um you know about streaming at the same time and whether we actually stream at the same time and like trying to schedule raids mm -hmm. because we share and there's one person uh that we share a whopping 57 percent of our viewership within one another Whoa. that is the highest we've ever seen with anyone else right right and I, I see this person as a brother. I see this person as a as a role model. Um, we we still shit from him, and he, you know, when he said that, it was like, okay, whether one of us streams at the same time or what, we are taking it away from each other. And mm. when we've had events too close to another, that's kind of us sharing income as well. Yeah. yeah. So you know, using that same sort of thing, yeah you you're you're doing this at the same sort of time as someone else someone else that you're close to also has this sponsorship or affiliation with a product um you know you, you don't just do it just for the hell of it you don't think oh yeah i've made it just because i have a g fuel right g fuel fuel and ultimately not what i'm saying is is correct like it, things are different for everyone else and i just want to say that first before i go on about my own yeah. opinion this this is purely my my opinion and it's you know, it's it's all cool, but you don't make it the moment you get a a, a deal with as an affiliate or a, a partner of um, of a brand. All right, you, still that like doesn't the automatically mean you make it. Right. Exactly. So, but you know, you get one, and if you get one with a brand that you like and you you vibe and you go with, and you know, I'm wearing it very nonchalantly on my chest. So there you go. There you go. Uh, the, the sneak bunny and it says it on my back and you know it's right behind me everywhere so i'm not even affiliated with sneak 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 energy uh to me is better than all the pre uh pre-mentioned uh products mm -hmm. um you know i i, I love it for the, the branding the community behind it like i've never seen such a community behind a energy product before and you know they you don't you don't apply they reach out to you they see you and they see and see if you fall in line with the ethos of their brand mm -hmm. um and if they never reach out to me i will not be upset right, right? i maybe like one day like i would i would be over the freaking moon if they did but you know i love their product i'm still going to bloody talk about their product i'm still going to do giveaways with their with their product right and you know i that's how much I, I sort of believe in it. Um, but yeah, like go for the things that you, you want to talk about and you believe in is what I'm, I think what I'm trying to say. Oh, that's well said. No, man, that's, um, but do a little shameless plug here right now, but that's why I started the, uh, merch brand that I'm doing right now. And the mm -hmm. only motivation for that is because a, 
I like cool looking shirts that I find are cool. So I was like, well, I'm not really finding the style that I want. Why don't I just fucking make it? And so I found some people and one thing kind of turned to another. Um, but I really reinvented the brand a bit because uh, I recently had a uh, old Marine uh, buddy of mine who committed suicide. And because of that, I really doubled down. I was like, I need to try and give some money to some people who are doing much better work than I am uh, when it comes to veteran mental health. And so we actually ended up partnering with the Wounded Warrior Project. And I am keep creating brands and keep doing cool stuff. And now I'm just giving money straight to them because they have, I believe in their stuff. So I talk about Wounded Warrior Project the same way you would talk about Sneak because I enjoy what they're doing and I'm not looking for any like real partnership like that'd be cool if it happens if they reached out like hey yeah like we'll promote your ship like okay sweet but i'm just doing it because i a wanted to make cool shirts and b i just wanted to do something good with it and it, then life happened and then you know so i'm almost you know i've created a sponsorship brand from from scratch because i'm a, it's something i i'm passionate about you know, I don't have to do it. I could just mm -hmm. stream. It's it'd be actually it'd be way fucking easier in my life if I had one less thing on my goddamn plate. But I'm oh, doing 100%. it because I enjoy it, and it's probably the same way you think about sneak. Like, sure. I don't yeah. know about sneak. The only reason I know about sneak energy is because of you. So you're doing a good job when it comes to branding. Like that's you're literally the only reason I know anything about sneak whatsoever. Yeah. Um. So that's that is what it is. Um. And then Kaglo was saying the same thing. You know, he raised money for the Wounded Warrior Project as well. Shaved, shaved his beard off. Yeah, man. Mm. Like, that's... Ooh, yeah. that's rough. You shaved your entire beard? Hello? He did. This crazy man. He did. Kaglord. Also, the reason, the reason I got distracted for a second is I'm pretty sure my dog just farted in her sleep. Oh. Great. <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks. Nice. <laughs> Dogs are the best, dude. Oh, I just want to say, Phoenix, we, we've got all the channel point stuff turned off right now. Usually it has some kind of thing that pops up on screen for, for, during the podcast. We just turn those off. So when the cast stop... ends, I'll go, I'll go into mod. Yeah, we'll, we'll give you your points back. back. But I don't think we want to have like bona fides, like having like, you know, it's a trap pop up 18 times because that that's, you know, it'll happen. So you'll see. A, how about you guys catch the next stream? You'll see him, man. Um, Bonafide, <laughs> one thing I forgot to ask you, too, and I definitely want to jump into this. So. You talked about the misfits. They kind of like you looked up to them, kind of wanted to get in. So, what was what was the main reason you got into Twitch, and when did you start on Twitch officially? And like, give me some of the background. Like, what were you playing before then? Like, give me some background in your gaming. Like, what what got you into all of this? Oh, like I was uh, got a console when I was young. Got into Halo like straight away, as I'm sure many of us did, and um, on Xbox. With the exception of this guy yeah he's also like 12 years old so don't let him fool you uh, all right all right chaplain stash <laughs> oh god so um yeah and just like as sort of gaming evolved and it became sort of it, it evolutionized and you know next gen console started coming out and jump from halo to try different games landed on destiny had a love-hate relationship with destiny one um, definitely not at the anywhere close to the stage that I'm in Destiny at the moment. Um, and years ago, I used to be on a sort of trio group for Halo on YouTube. And mm -hmm. I never made the content, but I participated and we used to create Forge maps. And we even had one, one of the things we did was like a segment where people would submit their 
crappy maps mm -hmm. to us and we would like do a extreme makeover forge edition sort of thing dude, and we go I through watch that right now i'll send you a few i'll okay, send you a few clips up, but um we would literally go through and uh keep the idea they had and like maybe some aspects of what they had already in there and just build onto it and um you know make it a playable working map for the idea they had behind it mm -hmm. for for whatever idea that was and that that blew up and then we got to do play with a bunch of different um bunch of different sort of halo creators and halo personalities um i've had I can't go into it too much, but, you know, talks with certain um, people in the development team about things before. And, um, yeah, I'd love love to get back into that. And then I streamed a little bit and did Halo on there years ago. And, unfortunately, that was on another channel, which I got locked out of and never, never get that back. Um, and I won't go into say where I was at, but that was literally, as we've spoken earlier on the about literally just putting on a camera and just playing, not being a broadcaster, not being an entertainer, but literally just going live just for the hell of it. Mm -hmm. So there was nothing special about it. Um, and, you know, that was that was a little while ago. I had moved from Australia to England to be with my wife. I was here for two years. Mm -hmm. I then moved back um, due to my visa be, like ending um, or being up. So I had to move back. My wife followed me. Um, and we moved to Melbourne for her work. And when I was in Melbourne, I got into events. I got um, I got a liking taken to um, from one of the clients that I was dealing with, yeah. and literally got my diploma in health and safety okay. um, uh, paid for by them. So I studied. I did that. I worked yeah. full time. But gaming was kind of like literally just come home and jump on the Xbox and and play. That's what it was literally like two years ago for me so to have this big leap um and this time last year i was still on xbox and still you know waiting for the xbox series x to come out and we had decided um to move back to the uk to be closer to family my wife's family for support in settling down and starting a family ourselves mm -hmm. Um, because where we lived in Australia was on the complete opposite, like other end of Australia to where I'm from. And I never wanted to move back there. One, it's extremely hot. Two, it's too far away. Three, there's nothing to do there. Yeah. Four, the people there are shit and it's small. So <laughs> I, I did not ever want to move back to where I'm from. Um, and I love Melbourne so much, but we needed the support to sort of move on with our, our life. And so we moved back. We've been planning this for about 18 months. And two weeks just so happens that we'd, we'd sold everything, shipped everything. We had finished up and uh, handed our keys back and COVID was kicking off that week. Oh, no. And we just started hearing like sort of about it. And then we got to the UK and within two weeks, they had put down the travel ban. So we got you just, just made the UK. it just made it oh, as they did that and our shipping was actually delayed because you know everything has shut right, down worldwide right. so all of our stuff had come like three months late instead so it was supposed oh, to take three months to get there that is and then another rough. three months and then six six months by the end of it Jesus. um so we moved over we happened to in those first two weeks sort out a place to rent we got a car 
Um, I, you know, lost all my contracts for work and everything I'd lined up. Oof. So I was supposed to, and it triggers me and makes me really upset to, but no, I don't usually like to talk about it, but I had a contract for the Tokyo Olympics last year. And I was supposed to go to Japan for three months, do three oh. months work, earned a year's wage. Oh. Right in the balls. Yeah. So the Olympics, as we know, never went ahead. Um, and I had to go in and just work in a supermarket and pick orders for, which I hadn't done since I was 17. Right. Um, you know, and th there's that. And then, you know, I was just like, you know, I wanted to get back into sort of creating content, wanted to get back into doing more with gaming and community building and, you know, playing with peeps. And uh, that streaming was kind of that and everyone was jumping on because everyone was at home everyone was doing things and you know it was a sort of great time to jump on and and start streaming and yeah. i never looked to get anything out of it other than uh you know recording stuff and putting out content that's yeah. that's how i started doing it again and a year over a year later i'm, I'm now here i've switched from uh xbox to pc i've gone into a sort of well-liked community and where we're doing things we're building things within the fundament mm -hmm. um and you know it's it's the place i always wanted to be a part of and sort of get done and it's you know just going from there now yeah man and that, i mean it's crazy to think that you've only been streaming for a little bit over a year now and look what you've had like a life i feel like You've had all of my experiences that I've done over the past couple of years of streaming and you've done it all in a year. Like your growth has been fantastic, but it's because you're so genuine and it's because your focus was not like money, 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 numbers, numbers, numbers. Like you didn't, you know, like it was so genuine. And on top of that, you have to, like you said, your content is fantastic. So it's easy. It's just getting, I think the hardest part is just getting in front of people, like enough people. Like yeah, content creation is such a like, like you could have the best content in the world, but if nobody can see it, does it matter? What's it's, the point? Yeah. It's like if a tree falls in the woods, is there a sound? You know what I'm saying? Like it's the same concept. Like you could have the best content, but if no one's watching it, does it fucking matter? But your growth has been so astronomical because of not only I mean it's a mixture of everything. Everything you've done with the Fundament Clan, all the the work you've put into your personal stream, all of the event work that you've done for yourself, like on your major, like your like I wouldn't have never done a streamathon unless I saw you do a streamathon. I had never even thought about it, and then I see you with that success and also the work that it came into it and the fun that you were having. I was like, why have I never done this? You know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy how much you've done. Like if you could take if you could take a year and just think about everything you've done, it's been insane. Like, yeah, it's been crazy. Has you do you feel like that's been a necessity? Like, has it been spurred on because of COVID? Like, do you feel like that you got like a jump start, or do you feel like it was more like necessity? Like, oh shit, like I, I gotta do something. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, it's you know I I hit affiliate within a week of being back on streaming. Nice. Um and. It was, you know, because I had a presence already of putting whatever sort of content on, like clips and stupid photos and all that on Instagram. That's kind of like where my sort of community already was. 
albeit like 600 followers, but it was, you know, still something. And that's enough to sort of get a, an average of, of three, like straight away as, mm-hmm. as Twitch, um, wants that. Um, I, I think destiny was hot at the time. So I, I only play destiny. You obviously dip when you go to play other games. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you stick to one game and you know with everyone being at home and for covid and working from home and having someone up in the background and the time of day it was it's it's so many different variables that's that's uh yeah covid i believe had a big part in it so yeah but i don't i mean a lot of channels got created but probably over the next year we'll see like it jumped from six million streamers to nine million streamers because of covid but i guarantee maybe gonna fall back off 10 percent of those yeah. stay around if we're lu- you know what i'm saying maybe if they're lucky and how many started a stream or a twitch account or streamed once and then like eh, i'm good you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i think yeah. those numbers will, will will jump for sure um but i think it was it was it wasn't just a perfect storm though man i think my here's okay this is why i'm saying this because i say this i have to remind myself this like your growth is tied to the amount of work that you're doing your 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 networking in the fundament clan your your content that you're putting out on social media your your engagement while you're live what you do after that or by watching other people all those little things like add up to like that makes you you like for example all right I am not a giant Twitch watcher just because like I love going to other people's content, but I'm usually just fucking busy because I'm my, my form of networking is trying to put out content for people to watch. And hopefully they engage with that on social media or YouTube. And then when I'm live, that will reciprocate. But I do hang out with people like in my community, I hang out with you. Like I hang out with a few streamers here and there and try and make as many streams as I can. But I'm usually just a lurker for the most part because I'm fucking working, right? um zion though he networked and because he networked with everybody in in discord and he met so many people organically and then mm-hmm. when he went live everybody started coming to his because he's for sure yeah i'm in yeah, yeah so, people know yeah yeah so and then like you said you you hit affiliate really fast because you were already posting clips and stuff onto your discord and uh, the, to and discord you- and instagram and all your social media so that was like it was an easy jump like oh i can see this shit live like let's do this you know um I always look back to my first moments on Twitch pretty harshly to be, if I'm going to be honest with myself, um, cause a, I didn't know what I was doing. B I didn't have the right mindset and C it took me forever to get affiliate. Cause I came up, I like to say I came up from the gutter. I didn't have social media. I didn't know anybody. I didn't, wasn't big watcher on Twitch. Yeah. I just, I came up from like, it took me like, months to get affiliate like months and months it took me a long right. ass time that's literally just going live and just being in the director and people coming in like through the director yeah, yeah wow. basically so i came up from the gutter of twitch to, to what i am now so i i'm you know but again it's like that same hunger never really goes away like you know we might have 10 and then we want 20 and you get 20 you're gonna want 40 um is this something that you think like is this something that you think that you want to do forever Honestly, like, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love to be able to like, you know, continue. This is my sort of escape 
and you know we don't know where the world is going to be in five ten twenty years true like society can completely crumble and we all go back to the cave caveman era in in 15 years you know so yeah you don't know where things are going to be but we you know i i could see myself in my in my spare time and in my escape from from the real world and when i need to escape to you know still what in whatever capacity still put this out still still do something and i'd like to um you know i like me new cool people i knew i like hearing about sort of stories because that goes along with my escape that goes you know i i get to become invested in in someone else i get to i'm sad you know not just meet people i walk by in the street or in like in work um so there's 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 all that um yeah man i mean you're right though you're absolutely right it's just like i I kind of went from really wanting to do this full time, but having no community to like, all right, switching up. Like I saw the amount of work in the beginning. Like, all right, I'm just going to do this as a hobby. But I really like reignited. Like I can see myself like doing this eventually. I know I'm not there yet, you know, mm-hmm. but like I'm going to work towards it. I'm going to try and get there, man. For and sure. I, I think it's so Twitch is just content creation in general especially Twitch content creation is such a unique it's a unique time in history to do this like it's a very unique thing just to be able to say to do but if you really like it took me a long time to feel like I was a part of the Twitch community in some way shape or form but now that I feel like I'm a part of it I feel like I can like not only do I like it just I like it I like talking about Twitch I like talking to people on Twitch. I like networking with streamers like you and Zion and Yin and everybody mm-hmm. from your community and just like having these moments and creating moments. I also like creating the moments. Like I there's it's it's so unique and it's 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 so crazy how we're you know, no matter what your beliefs are, like we're in we were born into this time in history to be able to do this. Like it is a really unique thing that's happening right now. Like Twitch was not around. 10 years ago and is fucking nothing really you know what i mean looking, to compare to now looking not at it from the creator mindset but at a business mindset it's still just a drop in the fucking bucket it's still so young yeah it's 10 years old but at the same time go look at a lot of the other big bigs like amazon how old's amazon 20 years so amazon's got the rights now and they're in the lead and they've got the reins but at the same time you've got arguably one of the top three top four uh like content being absorbed by the masses and the source of all these people that are oh i want to join i want to stream here let me go get a webcam and a hand cam and a mic and then a dog shit uh acer laptop from winco because i want to go cheap mode or guy that fully invests and spends thirty seven hundred dollars on a pc and streams twice a week yeah or yeah yeah let's talk about that it's literally like last year when things started sort of piping up and everyone had to go home it was literally content creators and people want to be streamers versus people who had to work from home and trying to find a webcam at a decent fucking cost last year was stupid and the webcams are just sold out everywhere 
and they everyone jacked up their prices and jacked up, you know, mouse and keyboards. Everyone was like trying to buy stuff. You can get office chairs. Everyone was trying to get everything to work from home. And the you know, scalping all those of also, COVID. Oh man, exactly. And yeah, bloody like, still. Even- to this day, I went and I recently I dusted off my PS4 because I want to start playing games on the side offline when I don't want to turn my PC on and heat up my room because the thing's a fucking oven. Right. But on top of that, uh, I ter- like searched my local area for a fucking DualShock 4 controller for six and a half hours two weeks ago. And my best friend and I went to Best Buy, Walmart, Target, and a pawn shop and finally found a controller. That's how <laughs> far I had to go to get a DualShock. Jesus. To get any online, they were like 90 bucks refurbished. It's so bad. And it, right. it's not even PS5, it's PS4. You go and talk and you're talking shop about how prices have been jacked up for PCs and webcams and keyboards and mice. I build custom keyboards on the side. Um, the market is ever expanding and evolving, and these companies are getting more and more exposure because of these streamers that are like, okay, hey. I want a nice looking keyboard. I want a nice mm-hmm. sounding keyboard. I don't want to have to be typing on a fucking typewriter and put a compression and a noise gate on my mic. So that way you don't hear me click, 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 click. Yes. Every call we get into, i.e. a buddy of mine, AKA Namoose. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, but you've got all of this, like there's so many coagulating markets, big word, a lot of, Ooh, what is that? Coagulation yeah. of the market. Yeah. You've got, tech you've got energy you've got the drink guys you've got, you've got all entertainment that you've got production yeah. you've got video editing you've got social media marketing you've got i mean there like he's it's a literally it's actually a really good word it's a coagulation of like 18 different things i mean let me put this for example bono like all right i'm gonna put somebody's i'm not gonna say their name but um i do some stuff on fiverr and i bring company like people or companies over to Twitch. And like there is a giant mm-hmm. want. Like companies finally, especially event companies, they figured out like, oh shit. Like if people can't show up to the events, how can we still put on events and make money? Mm-hmm. And Twitch is just like, come here, motherfucker. Like, you know what I mean? And like yeah, they, yeah, yeah. I helped a pretty big company like last week move their stuff over into to set up like obs like they do live music production they want to start doing it like they're already brought on dude they're partnered they got like yeah they got like like twitch like is on speed dial that kind of company so you know that kind of stuff is crazy but it's cool to see like behind the scenes like you were saying like so many people Mm -hmm. and companies are all kind of like still figuring out twitch so i feel like you have a good angle already because you've got the community You've got your content down. You've got like, I feel like you you're gonna keep revolving, but like the like it's a very clear picture of who Bonafide is. Like when you go to a bonus stream, like you know what you're gonna get. Like it's not it might be different. There might be something exciting going on, but it's like you have a very well crafted image. Like I can like I know what your content's gonna be. You don't have to, you're not like trying to find it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's there. And that's, I think a lot of new streamers, they struggle with that. Like they don't know what their content is. They haven't made enough. They haven't made enough mistakes yet to figure out like what works for them. What doesn't work for them. hundred percent. You know? And like, all right, we we go on about everything else. What is what the biggest mistake you made when you first started? Um, I stopped trying to add things to my stream. I, uh, I'd buy a pack. 
and like from nerd or die or something and i tried out and i stopped trying to find engaging ways to make my content in my streams more fun for people so i'd add something new and they would like it but then that would be the last thing i added for months and so it was just me playing destiny 2 mm -hmm. and that was it it was just you could see the yeah. same content on Monday that you yeah. would see on Wednesday, that you would see on Friday, yeah. that you'd see on Saturday. Like it was just the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I think personally to me it was easier because I, you know, my my excuse was that I was working, I was running two businesses, so I was busy. I just wanted to turn on the camera and, you know, I bought the Nerd or Die thing, so this is this looks pretty <laughs> spiffy. Yeah. Like that looks pretty cool. Um, but obviously I was stagnating because of it. And I think that mm -hmm. was my biggest mistake, but I'm actually very happy I made that mistake because mm, now I can sure. look back and say, we're not doing that again. Like we're, we're gonna learn from this. Like, and it's not about growth to me still, but now that changed my idea of like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to try and be myself first. And then as entertaining and more, I want people to come into my stream and say, wow, like that's what I want. I want the wow factor. So how do I create that? And that just keeps the wheel spinning. Every day I wake up, I'm like, how can I create the wow factor every day? And that just keeps the wheel spinning, baby, as much as it can, as much as it can. How about for you? Um, like I, I would say everything you just said. Um, however, I think what more sticks out for me is, you know, I knew that I had these audio issues and I knew how like, trying to be on console and doing the game whole game capture thing and having to like speak to xbox party chat whilst also having that input to stream so you know using a headset to speak to them or using the app on pc to be able to speak to them and stream at the same time and all come through one thing so i beat myself up for you know not researching more about how to control and improve audio quality and, and i had a horrible exactly and i had a whole desync thing where mm. i the audio would be ahead of the video and i had that for probably about six months and people would still you know obviously people would come in and i'll just be surprised looking back i'm surprised now looking back that you know people still stuck around right. but you know imagine how many people left because because of that and you know i beat myself up over not researching audio and not trying to improve and teach myself because no one else is going to teach me. No one else is going to come and whip me underneath their wing and be like, yo, sporty, this is how we fucking do it. And that's, <laughs> that's not going to happen, right? You get really lucky if that does happen. Nope. Shit. It's that way on stream. Yeah. It's that guy yeah. right there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's that guy. I, yeah. yeah. And if, if I see something in someone, not, not that I'm saying I'm I'm the fucking bee's knees, but, you know, I, I see someone that's in a position as same as me. I got the good vibe from them. I'm, I, you know, and I, I see that they could be more with a little bit of an explanation. Then I will grab them and I'll be like, all right, let's, let's sort this out for you. Usually I charge people as you do on Fiverr. I charge people to help set people up on, on mm. stream elements and teach stream elements and teach OBS and make sure everything's running as smooth as possible for their first stream or their next stream. And, you know, I, I generally charge people for that. However, if I can dial it down into 
less than an hour if I find the free time, then, you know, that they would be forever thankful for that. And, but they would never know what they would have to go through to figure that out in themselves or if they would ever get to that point. So to me, exactly. And, you know, I almost wish someone had to grab me and been like, your audio shit fucking this is how you do it nobody tells you no one tells you and people were like oh your your voice is out or but those people don't understand and they they don't understand how they could help they just know you know things don't look right they don't know what it is they just know it doesn't look right Right. and bitch you're muted exactly dude so fucking often recently i've been i've had my game volume muted or i've had fucking my voice (laughs) chat muted and i'm just like I saw that tweet the other day that you were like, thing. Yeah, he did a whole stream where his game audio didn't track and it was just (laughs) fucked. By the end of it, I I looked at my stats and I had 30 people in there all watching me know no fucking game audio. I'm like, hey man, you dickheads could have told me. Hey, they were there for the commentary, right? (laughs) I would have told you because I would have told you. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, so it's stuff like that. But like, if I can explain to someone and set them on the right track, that's sort of enough reward for then to you know be like, okay, they're gonna be they're gonna be better off for that. Yeah. And you know, I don't feel like I've wasted my time. So yeah. Oh, somebody! Oh, Kaglor has the best idea. We make it a meme, and we never tell you now. We're just gonna have muted streams of you in your voice, uh, and that's it. So I, I see this I see this thing going across Twitch at the moment being like, yo, bro, you're muted, and then the rest of the chat will jump on it and you're not actually muted. Right. No, yeah, that's, that's wild. Everyone's everyone's doing this at the moment. Like, can can anyone hear Bona? I'm like, what? Fuck <laughs> up. My audio's going through. That was similar to the gaspening that happened during the Memorial Day. Uh, yeah, God. So those that's those are the things, man. Like those events, those moments on Twitch, like those are the things that you'll never forget. And that also changes your content because your community kind of grabs something and then, mm-hmm. you know, you want to kind of foster that. So you kind of yeah. build from there. Um, but I think you're right though. Like I, I definitely, when you said grab somebody and put them under your wing, that's, that's, that's why I kind of started the Fiverr thing is number one, I spent three years in Azkaban, basically like going through, live fail after live fail after learning something new after testing something after trying something you know the amount of work somebody else would have to put into there just to get like the baseline of what i know would be extensive you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. for a sure lot. i mean i can't tell you how many thousands of hours of youtube videos and trial and error i've probably spent over the past i don't know three years. So. yes so last night huh I decided that I wanted to do, or like two weeks ago, we decided I wanted to do a whole new like overlay package. Yay, nerd or die focus. Shout out. Uh, anyways, I had Lev and I was like, hey, you've been doing the Fiverr thing. I know you're busy. If you catch a moment, can you help me lock in? And he's like, okay, sure. Last night we fucking jump on and I go to a poker game. And uh, right before we go to leave in like less than an hour, we set up like the bare bones version of what mm-hmm. now is going to be my new setup. But I just let Lev do team view and just fucking Mm -hmm. he's remotely doing everything like he does with his Fiverr uh, employee or what is it? Customers. Yeah. Words. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And he's doing shit that I've never seen people do with OBS before because I'm base level. I'm like, 
I hit the button. I turn the button off. Yeah. I clip stuff. <laughs> I stream marker. That's about all I do. Like, yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Like you were going yeah. in, marking scenes, breaking stuff up. You optimized my scenes a little bit. I need to do that again. I, I, I changed your settings too. And you didn't realize that. So. I noticed some stuff. I also noticed that scene transition bullshit too. Don't worry about that. But, uh, a yeah, a little bit, it's a little bit of, a little bit of love, but it's cleaner love. than the stinger transition. I had an old one called interface yeah. that, uh, it essentially looked like Warmind. It was actually really yeah. cool, oh, but really? the stinger transition is super loud and you can't lower the audio on the fucking transition and that was one thing that always bugged me with that setup so now it's just silent when yeah. you need to move the transition hopefully it's Have silent to stream so. and it's the, it's the move transition plugin for obs so just hope yeah. that looks looks a little looks nice looks yeah nice. A, little, a little love but we can use that move okay it's another it's another podcast i could talk yeah, all day about obs bro seriously <laughs> so oh, two seconds too. uh we're winding down has We'd it like two to hours do... already not not yet. It says two okay. hours, but you had ten minutes. We were sitting here doing fuck okay, all. Okay. So I was like, wait a second. Huh? I've got a segment that we do every once in a while. Uh, I'll bring up a topic and I'll say, give me an overrated or underrated of that topic. A rod on. Yep. So, say probably the most one we've popular one we've done so far has been overrated or underrated fast food joint. And it can be mom and pop. It can be name brand Mickey D's, Wendy's, whatever. Send it. Right. All right, so what so, we got? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, let's jump in. Let's do it. What you got, bitch? So yeah, so we'll start off. Yeah, just fast food joint, fast whatever food you want. Overrated yeah. or underrated? We've had like overrated Chipotle, underrated like Chick Fil A, overrated Five Guys. Oh, and like... in UK there might be some stuff you can. We're gonna learn a little bit too. Maybe there's some. There's, like... there's gonna be that, and then uh -huh. also I've got the Australian ones as well. Yeah, so yeah you guys gonna say ones that I've never. I've have heard of I've well you're gonna pop off seen, so you're gonna pop off and say hungry jacks and lev's gonna go what what's a hungry jacks <laughs> do, I, do i talk about the story of hungry jacks yes okay so when burger king franchised out they uh -huh. went to australia and there was already a restaurant one restaurant in the middle of nowhere called um burger king okay. and it was trademarked Oh, so no. in australia the only place in the world they couldn't use the the name burger king <laughs> So I was in Australia guy. because hungry of this one Jack. small restaurant. So, <laughs> so um, they called it Hungry Jacks. Nice. The only reason I know that is to tie into what was said previously. The Misfits have a story where they got fucked up and they went drinking out in a night on the town and they bar hopped a bunch. And there's a story where Zuckles, the youngest guy in the group, is screaming at like 4 a.m. in the morning. Hungry Jacks has the best burgers. Fuck yeah. <laughs> like it, it's fucking it's so bad. Burgers are better at Hungry Jacks, yeah. Yeah. Dude. Uh all right, so what's your least favorite? Is it Hungry Jacks? Or overrated. Overrated. Over most overrated. Oh, um let me let me think. It's overrated. Yeah, I'd I'd probably say Years ago, we used to have Wendy's, but it was kind of like a little thing in a in a super like in a supermarket or mall. Mm -hmm. But I think we have like Donut King now, so Donut King is probably the most overrated, I reckon. Right? Is it because, like newish, and that's why people go to? No, it's a lot? been around for a while, but it's it's kind of like just the food is shit. Yeah, like it's it's just it's just it doesn't it leaves you like horrible taste in your mouth. Yeah, so, mine, like, mine's Arby's. 
Uh, it's not it's not we have the meat it's we have the curly fries that's all they're good for okay well to be fair there are some arby's that are like updated arby's here in the east coast like they're very nice like like you walk in it's like a step down yeah. from a restaurant like it's super nice and they have rotisserie chicken and it's like again yeah. that's also like east yeah. coast west coast u.s west coast i've got carl's jr what is it over there it's hardy's or whatever yeah, Hardee's. Yeah. So it's it's so weird. Well, like here, okay, here's a great example. So when I was at Okinawa, like I don't like McDonald's foods here, but in Okinawa, it's like real chicken and they bread it and it's delicious. Mm -hmm. So well, McDonald's got, over there is like fantastic. You've also got people that are actually hired and paid and appreciated rather than teeny boppers working between their off periods at school. Yeah. That, you, yeah. You, I can give a shit, just want the money to go out and fucking Yeah. So go drink fireball and get stupid kfc in australia is so fresh and so good and the chips are just so thick and big and you get this huge portion come here over here to the uk and it just it is ugh. it is not good at all the the chicken is like rubber and sometimes not even cooked and it's it's just no good yeah. it's no good at all japan so, KFC, you know they go crazy for uh, kfc in japan they do. Like they do, they go. That's what they get for Christmas, is the yep. KFC bucket. I'm not joking. Look it up. Look at like seriously. This is what they do. The KFC. They they do like the floats. They do like the floats in like Kyoto and in Okinawa, like downtown Naha. They'll have like fucking Colonel Sanders like floating down the aisle, and they're giving away. Like it's like a big thing on Christmas. They get that's buckets awesome. of chicken or carp, which is really weird. So it's either carp, like a big carp, or a giant bucket of KFC. It makes no sense. Whoever the marketing genius is over there, like they got it down. The KFC is synonymous now. So in Japan. moving on before we get all of chat hungry here. Um, so overrated, underrated movie. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Can I can I do a blanket statement and just say anything Tom Cruise is overrated? Fair. Yes, except for Top Gun original okay yeah 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 all, all right marine andy calm down they're actually making a top gun game in partnership with yeah, uh the flight simulator that's gonna be terrible oh really that's yeah i mean flight simulator is pretty fun but if, if if you don't have we do a goose like you know it's just it's not gonna be the same you're gonna right. add that you're gonna add that to the stream now aren't you 100 that's gonna be a clip 100 uh so do you have an underrated Ooh. Is there anything that I just I can't? The one I, the one I have, I'm obviously a Star Wars nerd. I have yeah, yeah. Star Wars shit all over. I have a my branding is based off my Mandalorian helmet, but yeah, uh, Empire Strikes Back is like the epitome of film to me, and right. a lot of people yeah. don't share that sentiment. I.e., we had Kalestrom Party of Two uh, last week, yeah. and she's a Trekkie, so she's like, "No, Empire Strikes Back is dog shit. Go away." Right. I was like, "Excuse me, ma'am, you're muted. Bye." Yes, yeah, see ya. Um, anything underrated? Like nothing jumps at me like straight away. Nothing. I got one. I, wanna... I got one. All Go right. On. So this is old sci-fi movie that came out. It was called Pandorum, and it was really good. It was a horror sci-fi movie, and it was fantastic. But it kind of just fell right under the rug, and it was a piece of shit for a lot of people. But that movie, from a horror standpoint, and from just like being 
they had like some big name actors in there and basically the the premise was pretty simple but it was a really good movie and people just like right over their head die hard also says die hard bona die hard you think die is hard is underrated? Under uh, underrated it's underrated which die hard? Oh, I, I think it's the I think it's the the proper rated. Oslo, right, I think hard. so. I think and Die Hard we all know is absolutely a Christmas movie, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree. It takes 100%. place at Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas. Um, movie. Have you ever seen the movie SWAT with? Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Underrated. So okay, all right, I'll give underrated. you that. Underrated. That That's that fair. Yeah. Uh, with LL Cool J. LL Cool J, Samuel yes. Jackson, Colin yeah. uh, Farrell, uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Jeremy Renner. Yep. All right. So Fast and Furious series worth you think under or over? I think appropriate. I think it's like super over One, the top. Just the over top. First, the first three. Good. Yeah. After that, they should have just stopped. I think they're trying to make a Final Fantasy with like dinosaurs now. With they're trying to do a crossover with Jurassic Park. Did you guys hear about that? No. Not Fast and the Furious with Jurassic Park crossover. Why? No. But okay. Um, I think it's just because. I think it's just over the top. It's like it's just like campy. It's like, like almost like a campy horror movie. It's just like a, it's an action flick to be campy. Oh, that's right. F nine came out Friday, huh? Yeah. Um, so, couple more to wrap it up. Okay. Underrated or overrated can be individual game or game series. Okay. Go. Okay. 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 The mm. most popular one we've had was that Fortnite was overrated. Yeah. yeah. I think it was. Yeah, but having not played it, I'm not gonna shit talk the game. True. I'm gonna hmm. say overrated by the Destiny community is Destiny, and that might be a little, you know, a little, little Destiny uh, one overrated, spicy, and the Destiny franchise yeah. in general. Well, Look. no, a lot of people are not happy yeah. with three fourths or Bungie, so. I mean, I like I played both of them. I played them both extensively. So this is coming from somebody inside the community. I think the community can be kind of a uh, little little single track minded. We should say, you know, be the nice about it. The th thing about the Destiny community is there are all these different groups, Niches. subgroups, yeah. and the game is so big. There is just such a different and such a divide, and so many divides in the community. Um, and I think one of the most popular ones is I think there's two, two sort of roads of the content creator community for Destiny, mm -hmm. and then you have all the sort of gamers that either don't give a flying fuck what the creators and actually hate creators, and then you have the ones that kind of watch just to like find out what's going on in the game, mm -hmm. and then you have the ones that will follow them religiously, and then so you have I've just said like five different sort of groups right then. And then you have so many more, and the group that's the community is so diverse. Um, you know, it's it's by saying like, you know, you it's so diverse and so big that as soon as like one person says something or does something, and that's what the entire community is labeled as. Yeah, it's not not a reflection of the entire community. Oh, yeah. um, and that's the thing about Destiny. I think Destiny is such a great game for you know, and I've said this before, and I'll quote me on this. I believe that there is more content in Destiny starting brand new than there is in Skyrim to play, and there's more hours to play. One hundred percent. 
100% agree with you. Almost overwhelming when you first start. And as you progress, more shit unlocks from different places. So I, I think depending on what side you are on and how what, what angle you're looking at it as, yes, Destiny game is overrated. It can also be looked at as underrated. It can also be like just like it's any other game out there with any other community and you know every community says this about their game or True. says this about their game so yeah i i, I agree yeah. and disagree with you yeah i agree no that's a good it's a much better way of putting it so i think that i think you just nailed on the head destiny 2 is both depending on what you're looking at and on top of that like you could think that the raid content is underrated while the pvp is overrated like you can think mm. like the different because the game is so big like you could even take yeah. sections of it and yeah. say like but, yeah, you know again talking about the niche groups you've got pve pvp it's not just that though you've also got lore master groups you've got mm -hmm. artists you've got creators you've got sherpas you've got Fucking challenge 95 runners. dads that jump on with their bygones and shoot me in gambit yeah yeah, those yeah. So, yeah. you've got the ass clown that jumps in with uh truth and tries to fly at people yes this is mm -hmm. also very true also very true well dudes i we have this time has flown by really quickly i can't believe it's already been two hours like just like that Crazy, man fucking like time warp in here man i'm telling you it's crazy dude but hey I really want to thank you for being on today. Uh, guys, if you are listening on Spotify or if you're watching this on YouTube, please, 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 I'm going to link. This is uh, twitch.tv bonafide hero. That's B O N A F I D E H I R O. Bonafide hero. Please go follow him. You are seriously missing out if you're not watching his content. No matter what game this man plays, I mean, I'm telling you right now, Bona, you could play, you know, Pretty Pretty Princess trailer park 2 and i'd watch you play it because you're that kind of guy all right and so, i swear to god the beard looks better in person yeah 100 100 percent. i can't i cannot tell you how much of an adonis this man is with his man's beard this man's beard must be seen not heard but uh dude i do appreciate you being on man where else can they find you bono um so it's on one of those ones very simple and you'll find my name the same on every single platform so if there's a platform out there i'm on it He's uh, in the same club as me. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, so, I've got yeah. owned on that. Yeah. Well, no. Is it good on level to start? Well, it what he wanted to be leveled to start, yeah, but screwed. he's got leveled AF across everything. Some now. asshole right. on Twitch has leveled, and they won't get. I've reached out to Twitch multiple times to give it to me, and I can't get it. But then again, I can't get like leveled on anything like, else yeah. anyway, so it doesn't no, matter. Yeah, so yeah, I am yeah. now leveled AF. It just is what it is. <laughs> That's the branding. You're set to go. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm the same anyway. You can find, find me anywhere under the same name. Yep. So that's Bonafide Hero for all of you guys out there on the interwebs. Please, please go follow him. I will make sure to link this everywhere as well if you guys have not followed him already. Zion Yeet, where can they find you, my friend? Twitch.tv Zion Yeet. Twitter handle's the same. Uh, Discord at Zion Yeet. Pound 6530. Uh, hit me up if you need any Discord questions. You want bots, rolls. I'm. I'm learning, but I'm getting there. I'm, he I'm almost to the point where I want to start coding some stuff for Discord, oh, but I'm, I'm not there. Okay. 
Whenever you do that, let me know. So if you guys want to find him, this is my co-host, my ride or die, Mr. Zion Yeet. Please go follow him as well. Um, his streams are super fun. He's doing a lot of cool stuff with his stream coming up soon. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. But if you guys have not followed him, please follow him on there or on socials. And really, really, you should definitely hit him up about the Discord stuff. This man is an encyclopedia of Discord knowledge. Um, so I think uh, Bonafide, uh, everybody wants you now to play uh, Pretty Pretty Princess Trailer yeah, Park Trilogy. Yeah. yeah, I think we should bring that up. Uh, so next mm -hmm. time I come to the the, uh, the the stream, I will definitely be... Maybe if they make that game, I can just like change some names on Twitch or something, and we'll just figure that out, man. We'll figure okay, it out. Well, the trailer. The trailer. Okay, Guys, cool. thank you so okay. much for being on today. I am, of course, in Leveled AF. Just look me up on Google. And please, if you are listening on Spotify, come check it out. The live video is now available on YouTube. And if you are on YouTube, please follow us on Spotify or anywhere you enjoy podcasts. And as always, you motherfuckers, stay average. Thanks for being here. We'll see you guys later. And stay hydrated with this goddamn heat wave. Stay hydrated, baby. See you guys.